Well, good morning, Greenwich, and welcome to the Friday, February 9th edition of the Basement Academy. Let's wrap up our week together as we have been praying. Uh, invite you into the conversation, the praying community through our prayer booklet or prayer guide printed on our website. Uh, the morning psalm uses some language that I think ties in to the Friday prayer points about our youth and the reality as we pray for families and young people and the like. So Psalm 129, this is one of the pilgrim psalms. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, let Israel say. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained the victory over me. Plowmen have plowed my back and made their furrows long, but the Lord is righteous. He has cut me free from the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be turned back in shame. May they be like grass on the roof, which withers before it can grow. With it the reaper cannot fill his hands, nor the one who gathers fill his arms. May those who pass by not say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Kind of an enigmatic little psalm. We can infer that there's some context of oppression that was facing the psalmist and, by extension, the whole community. And feeling that as a child, as a young person, they've greatly oppressed me from my youth. It kind of repeats that, right? <laughs> and so this image of the plowman plowing my back, this, this idea of just, just being set upon early on. And so sometimes people grow up in an era of great difficulty. And so children of the depression. And so there are some who are part of the Greenwich family who can recall that growing up in depression era or parents were shaped by depression era. Therefore, that shaped your home and your experience as a, as a young person growing up in times of war, etc. So we, we pray on Fridays for families, youth, and children, but I want to just reflect with you for a couple minutes on what is being called in, in increasingly next gen ministries. Instead of talking about youth ministry, there are some folks who are talking about next gen, next generation, right? So this fits well with our generation to generation study and reflection that we've been going through. Kids today the next generation, they are facing a different set of challenges, a different kind of life, different culture than we grew up in. Yes, it's American culture. It's American life. You know, much is same. There's prosperity, et cetera, et cetera. But there are plenty of things that have changed. In somewhere in the last 20, 30, 40 years, an overall trust and reliance in the institutions of our society has, has begun to fail. Uh, 
Uh, the family, you know, with divorce, the reality. So, so families have become somewhat destabilized and, and families now look differently uh, in, in many respects. Uh, government, there's, there's a cynicism uh, around government and politics that wasn't as prevalent. Um, America is America a primarily racist society versus a, a society that creates equal opportunity for people. And so, um, you know, people don't stand for the national anthem, the, the, those kind of things. Um, the church, the church has broadly, not just Greenwich, you know, but, but the church in America, there's a great cynicism towards the church, the de-churching, we've talked about that, right? Um, the uh, clergy abuse scandals in the Roman Catholic Church and elsewhere. And in our own church, our youth director, uh, almost 10 years ago, uh, engaged in sexual misconduct with one of the young people. Um, schools, uh, the economy, uh, kids aren't as confident as they, you know, look at the future, uh, that economically they will be able to prosper. Um, not everybody's going to college. Colleges themselves are changing in their mission. So, so that's an example of kind of changing cultural institutions, attitudes towards those institutions. Um, kids today have been shaped by the reality of the pandemic, right? So to, if, you know, a, an eighth grader would have been what a, a fourth grader during that shutdown year and the chaos of trying to learn at home. So, so you've got a, a, a reality that is, has, you know, marked or stamped, um, uh, a number of kids. My, my youngest did not get to graduate in the normal way. Didn't get to walk. They didn't hold the ceremony. He graduated in spring of 2020. And so his name got lifted up on a little, um, slideshow, you know, from George Mason university. So, you know, disappointing about that. Um, human sexuality, the, the game has changed, right? So, you know, for many of us, we look at society and say, you know, we're, we're, we don't think, you know, marriage is anything but between a man and a woman. Kids today are growing up in a society with all kinds of friends. All of our kids have friends or your grandkids, if you've got grandchildren of elementary or high school aged, all of our kids or grandkids are growing up with friends who question are exploring with gender identity. It's a, it's a given. And so for them, it's a, sh it's more of a shrug. What's the big deal? That's my friend. Come on, mom. Come on, dad. Come on, grandpa. Come on, grandma. Why, why don't you like my friends? So that the changing reality of, of human sexuality, um, that's just a reality that we didn't grow up with. You know, some of us might have known a, a gay individual or two, but they probably would have been closeted, right? It was a little hush-hush. Now it, it's a, it's just a, it, it's an open reality, right? And so, you know, we don't think about that. And your kids probably don't talk about that with you. Your grandkids don't talk because they think you might not be open to, you know, caring for their friends the way they uh, care for their friends. Social media, none of us grew up with social media. You know, we had phones that had cords on them. Uh, we had, you know, what, three basic 
channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, you know, there was a few other, you know, so cable TV, the ubiquity of screens, streaming, um, uh, you know, digital content, um, social media is, is having a significantly negative impact on the emotional, mental health, particularly of young people, young women. Uh, studies are revealing that. AI, artificial intelligence, kids are growing up, you know, shaped by that. Probably lots of kids are having AI write their papers, and so how that's, you know, that, that's changing their world. Um, uh, so social media and, and digital content, mental health for women, young women is a struggle. Young men, pornography is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Um, and, and so there are realities. So when you start to thinking about next generation ministries, this is the milieu. <laughs> this is the, this is the, the, the vibe. This is the scene, you know, all around them. And so if you think that youth ministry or children's ministry is just about getting the kids to Sunday school and vacation Bible school and youth group where we can play some balloon games and have a short little Bible study and sing Kumbaya, you would be wrong. <laughs> that is not going to be effective. Now, do we have Sunday school? Yes. The early ages, we're trying to lay a good foundation, but as they mature into middle school, high school, you know, they become aware of the world around them as they get cell phones in their hands and parents have that challenge. At what age do I allow my child to have a, a cell phone or a smartphone? Uh, and then they get off to college and just go out. So Next Gen Ministries is, is shaped in a very, very different way. And so church for many of our young people is not what we think of as church or what church ought to be you know, young people are looking at it, you know, the music that churches sing, our church doesn't sing a whole lot of music that is in the style, the musical style of young people today. It's a fact, not, I'm not making a moral judgment, I'm just stating a fact. Kids aren't listening to organ music, choir music, or some old guy strumming a guitar, right, you know. Um, so those are things that we need to pay attention to. So as we pray for our next gen ministries, for our moms and dads uh, as they shepherd their children, as we pray on Fridays, it's these are fairly, you know, generic and innocuous prayer requests. We need to we need to expand those prayers. The way I demonstrated at uh, the beginning of last week how to use the prayer guide read the bullet point, but then expand upon it in your own words. So um, that being said, let's pray our Friday prayers. And so Lord, hear our prayer for our families, for our youth, for our children. We do pray for moms and dads that they would have wisdom. They would know how to guide their children. We pray for effective Sunday school and preschool classes in these early foundational years, Lord. We, we want to lay a good foundation. We want them to, to have the Word of God in their heart, that we want them to know that they are loved, that, that God has created them. And so, Lord, help our children to hear and to understand. Would you cause your spirit to make the Word of God abide in them? And then as they grow and mature into youth fellowships, we pray that our 
youth fellowship, our youth ministry, student ministries at, at Greenwich would be effective. We would be innovative. We'd be creative in finding ways to, to reach uh, the students, you know, to speak their language, to, to protect them well, um, to guide them well with wisdom and advice uh, for the challenges that they are facing. Give us, give to the youth leaders, to moms and dads, to the pastors, to the elders at Greenwich, great wisdom to understand the world has changed and is changing and how to, how to adapt or adjust to that so that we can speak into their worlds. Uh, we do pray for your protection and favor on the marriages and the homes and the families uh, at Greenwich where moms and dads are overwhelmed with daily responsibilities, um, the changing world. We pray that you would bring peace, hope, and calm. Um, help us to know how to equip moms and dads, uh, the parents, and for grandmas and grandpas uh, at Greenwich to know how to support their adult children uh, and grandchildren. Lord, our desire is that we would all grow, young and old alike, more and more into the likeness of Christ who understood the world and understood the changing world and was willing to go beyond the boundaries and the customs and the expectations of religious establishments. He was willing to reach beyond and to meet with those that many thought he should not meet with. Give to us a Christ-like courage, a Christ-like freedom, a Christ-like passion as well. Lord, hear our prayer as we make them for families, youth, and children today. Amen. So let's pray our Saturday prayers real quickly since the next time we'll be together will be Monday. I think we're going to do one more week of our invitation to pray because I want to get the rhythm into you. You know, after three weeks, you might be, begin to form the habit. Three weeks, I pray, will turn into three months of praying uh, through this prayer guide, okay? So the, the, the Saturday prayers are for the stewardship of the congregation. And stewardship, remember, is not just money. It is the stewardship of the, the bodies and life that God has given us. So we live as stewards. We offer ourselves as living sacrifices. We're stewards of the spiritual gifts that God has entrusted to us. His spirit is given that we might serve, and so we need to be wise and faithful stewards uh, of those gifts um, and the material possessions, certainly, right? Our homes, our cars, our money, our wealth, etc., our food, and so the material realities we offer to the Lord for his kingdom. Um, our time, our energy, our wisdom, our experience, and so stewardship is robust. It's not just money, right? Um, and so we're kicking off a, a capital campaign where really would you please take this seriously would you commit to sacrificial prayer for the success of this campaign and sacrificial commitment that you could support so let's get that mortgage taken care of let's fix up the house so that we can have more effective spaces uh, where where we're struggling a little bit you know particularly for our youth ministry and then let's think about expanding our mission. And so we're inviting you uh, into that. So let's, let's offer our Saturday prayers uh, very briefly. Father, we do pray now for the stewardship life of the congregation that we would be faithful stewards with generous hearts 
and open hands, generous hearts with our time, with our energy, with our involvement, also with the money that you've entrusted to us. Help us to live open-handed towards uh, our world and, and towards our church family. Lord, we pray for an increased awareness and use of our spiritual gifts. Some of us may not understand what our spiritual gifts are, so help us to to, to learn. Would your spirit guide us? May there be good teaching and, and effective encouragement. And so, Lord, cause your spirit to expand and grow uh, in, in great measure among us at Greenwich. As always, we pray for the wise and diligent administration of funds entrusted to the ministry of the church. So for our elders, for our administrative team, for those who are involved, uh, for Phil Porter, our pastoral administrator, for Joy Yates, our finance administrator, for those who are involved uh, giving guidance and administering those funds, Lord, give us wisdom, uh, particularly as the campaign begins to unfold, give us wisdom to apply those funds uh, in just the right way to the various purposes that we are seeking uh, to, to grow. And then finally, Lord, we pray for a faithful care and stewardship of the buildings and grounds entrusted to us so long ago by the the faithful men and women who came before us at Greenwich. That generation sacrificed and gave that we in our generation might be able to gather, help us to be faithful, to pass on these buildings and grounds to the next generation that they too may grow in Christ. Lord, hear our prayers as we make them this day in the name of Jesus who taught us to pray together saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May God grant you a rich and robust expression of the Holy Spirit as you pray, as you study this weekend, as we gather uh, to continue one more time God's faithfulness from generation to generation. May God bless you this day and forevermore. Amen.